This is the Girls of Gen Z podcast, a virtual hangout space created to inspire, encourage, and provoke positive energy for the everyday Gen Z girl like me. This podcast series was created to give my generation a space to talk and express our feelings amongst our authentic selves. So charge your phone, grab your AirPods, and after this episode, post on social media using the hashtag Girls of Gen Z. I'm your host, Lee Ariel, and welcome to the Girls of Gen Z podcast. Hey girl, hey, welcome back to the Girls of Gen Z podcast. I'm your host, Lee Ariel, and this is the Missing Peace series. So of course, I have my guest MC with me. Hey girlies, it's Allie. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about the music industry. So we first want to just start off by talking about how quickly artists are getting signed now. So I know personally, I went to sleep one night and I woke up and I heard Glorilla's FNF song all over social media on TikTok, Instagram, literally everywhere. And so I think it's just so interesting how she quickly blew up and her producer and her publishers and her makeup artists completely reframed her image on social media to be how it should look as a well-known artist i found that so interesting and then on the other hand we have people like taylor swift for instance who was you know really well known for her girl next door vibe and i feel like now she's just not as relevant anymore and i just think it's so interesting how people can grow out of their fame like they can grow out of their um, decade, I guess you could say, because even Nicki Minaj, like she was really, really big for a certain decade, and so a certain period in time, and now, I mean, she's still big depending on who you're talking to, but in general, is she just is she as well known? I don't think yeah. so. I think does she influence culture as much? Also, no. exactly, and I think like, yeah, you definitely have to look at the overall like just everyone in general, not just her target market or her fans, because of course her fans are going to be updated with the music she's putting out, like everything she's putting out. But for the general public, I feel like growing up, everybody knew to get back onto the Taylor Swift thing. Everybody knew who Taylor Swift was. Like everybody knows who Nicki Minaj is, but like, how are you really like, do you know, like, Oh, what was her last, you know, what song did she put out last? Like what's, what's the updates like where's her career going and like taylor swift had like different phases she had a country phase um during the beginning of her um her fame i'm pretty sure i'm not exactly sure but i know she definitely had a country phase earlier on and then she went to pop so i think it's also like a lot of people resonated some people resonated more with her pop era versus her country era or some people just loved her overall but i think it's definitely different talking it's interesting talking to different people who loved somebody and then didn't like them for something or that as well. But also somebody who started off like who has had a huge success um, is Harry Styles. And the interesting thing with that is that he started off obviously on AGT and got into this boy band. But I think it's also interesting because I know a lot of people who or artists who are in boy bands or girl groups or just groups in general, once those groups end, they kind of... Right, they like disappear. Fifth Harmony, like Normani blew up. And Normani, Normani became big, and like, Camila Cabello. Yeah, but everybody else. Everybody like, else. Where are they? Who are they? <laughs> yeah. Like, where'd you go? Because I used to be like a die-hard Fifth Harmony fan. Like, I used to love them. I used to dance all the time, kind of be one of them. But it was definitely interesting seeing how Camila Cabello's career really flourished, and then, and then it also like the networking within the music industry. Being the music industry is so small. I feel like. We think that it's bigger than what it is, mm-hmm. but if you look at some of the top, 
top artists, it's a small community. For instance, Camila Cabello, she was with what Sean Mendez yeah. for a really long time. A really long time. So that's just small, small connections. And then you have people like Kylie Jenner, who was dating Tyga, mm-hmm. who's now dating another girl who knows what's his name? Um, not Machine Gun Kelly, but uh the guy that Courtney's dating. Oh, so, oh, oh, Travis, yeah, Travis, Travis. Bar- Baker, Barker, Travis Barker, ba- yeah, Travis Barker, Barker or Baker, I'm not sure. So now, like, like the connections are so small, and it don't mm-hmm. have to actually be within the music industry. That I think it's so crazy how people from outside the music industry get brought into mm-hmm. it on like a daily basis. Like, if you just do the background research, it's just it's so crazy to me. Like, even Justin Bieber, like his wife, um, Haley, Haley, mm-hmm. yeah, Haley, and like her dad already knowing who Justin was. Like, oh, that, girl, have, that, have, can we talk about that tea for a hot minute? Because the Hailey Bieber versus Selena Gomez drama. What are, what do you think? I think that Hailey, I think Justin Bieber, and I feel like I see this a lot and I saw this from the internet, guys, don't quote me, but <laughs> <laughs> um, Justin Bieber married a fan. Because I've be seen on TikTok, like when we really look into history, Hailey Bieber was an OG fan of Selena Gomez's and uh, Justin's relationship. She vouched for them. She has tweets about them. And she was a fan. She was an OG fan. I think where the issue that I have with that whole drama is that some people are getting a little bit too crazy with theirs, oh, yeah, with getting, these hypotheticals. The, the, like, the conspiracy theories are getting out of hand. But do I think that? Haley does try to copy Selena, yes, but why? I think it's because she knows that Justin is still in love with her, mm-hmm. so she tries to mimic things that she does. Possibly. So that, because, like, even on the birthday pictures that he posted from his birthday, like, Oh, why? did you see those? Does he she, look like that with her? Like she it, was, He was, like, mm. every other picture smiling like, with uh, Billie Eilish and, oh, not Will Smith's son. I can't remember. Jaden? Um, is it Jaden Smith? I thought it was, oh, no, it's his daughter. I I think it's Jaden. Does he make music too? He he does a little bit of music. He did a I think he does, but I don't hear anything about him. I Willow Smith was really really popular when she put out those songs. Yeah, that uh, I know she's talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, when but that was that was a moment. But yes, looking into their relationship has been such a weird thing in my opinion because just seeing how odd it is. Like I think it's so odd, and like they'll bring things up like. Her reaction when they had gotten married, and she was just kind of like, ah, like I was just like, it's just such fan behavior. And then (laughs) looking at how he treats her in public, like when he skated off without her and she fell, like that is not funny. That is honestly so embarrassing. But the way like he just shows disinterest towards her, and then he also doesn't wear his wedding ring. Like I've I've seen that. I I see it. He didn't wear it in those photos. He doesn't really wear his wedding ring. I don't see many occasions where he does wear his ring. And I do know that some guys who just don't wear their wedding ring, but... And the tattoo. I think the tattoo is very, very weird. For her to get the same exact tattoo as Selena has in the same spot, the same size, same, like, like articulation, like, mm-hmm. the letter and stuff, is honestly so weird. Like, you could have did, like, any other mm-hmm. J anywhere else. Yeah. But she chose the behind the ear. Yeah, there are definitely some conspiracies that I can say like there seems to be enough evidence like photo wise or anything that she said wise that proves but like some somebody came up with the okie dokie thing i don't know if you've seen that but selena gomez has a new show and like she says okie dokie a lot and then Hailey Bieber said okie dokie once and I'm like okay but it, it it's it's okay sure but it's kind of a somewhat common phrase to say depending yes. on who you are so I think that's a stretch also 
like I think it's kind of getting out of hand where it's like, oh my gosh, Selena Gomez has a birthday party. Oh my gosh, Haley has a birthday party and she yeah, had the like, color violet as her thing. Like it's or getting like the a little crazy. Like people on the red carpet, a lot of the times they have like a really interesting on the part on the back of their dress. Like mm-hmm. they're obviously gonna pose yeah. around. So I feel like that's a bit of a stretch. But then other things is it's very clear. Like, yeah. It's just like, oh my goodness, she is copying yeah. her. Like it's so weird. Yeah. But I I definitely think like going back to the Taylor Swift kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. So as we all know, I think you said moment in time taylor swift used to actually be in a relationship with harry styles yes they used to date i think i don't know if she you know what i'm not too crazy on my taylor swift history but do not cancel me taylor swift fans because i i didn't grow up with her so i'm not like you can cancel me i'm a katie fan so (laughs) but (laughs) i I, I, she possibly wrote, I feel like she writes songs. She possibly wrote a song about him. And, but yeah, they used to date. And I think it was really interesting seeing at the last, what was it? Grammys? Grammys. Grammys. And she stood up the whole and time. And how she stood up the whole time. She stood up during his performance. They have been cool. Like a bunch of people have been looking at that, like in the past, like also last year's, um, last year's award show, like they were caught, like hug, like I'm, I don't, I hate to use caught. They were just, photographed hugging um or yeah. talking to people people but i think it's also a thing of society like people right now believe that like if you have an ex like y'all have to be on bad terms to right break up. when honestly sometimes it's a genuine like breakup like y'all yeah. just outgrow each other exactly and it's no beef or anything y'all just are no longer together yeah. y'all can still be like not friendly like friends, friendly because y'all don't have to be friends yeah y'all, be y'all friendly. don't have to be like best buddies but yeah you can, there's a lot of relationships like where people are still like cordial because they broke up on mutual terms like okay you know they were at different places in life but it's really honestly like she especially he got a lot of there was a lot of hate going around when he won um album song of the year or album of the year mm-hmm. it was one of those he got a, oh yeah album of the year album of the year it was in the category with beyonce adele yeah. and like a few other people yeah and i definitely saw something about I think there was a little shade going on from Adele's part. Oh, yes, when she like she went, went yeah. no, no, I think it was, oh, yeah, when somebody was like, oh, what do you think about Harry's, like, when? And she was like, um, yes, yeah, something, something. But Beyonce, though, and then walked yes. away. And I think, okay, Adele, like, you don't got to be like that. You could just be like, oh, congratulations and keep your comments to yourself. But Beyonce. But Beyonce, though. Like, I do think that Beyonce does deserve an album of the year award because how many times has she gotten nominated for exactly. it? I mean, she has put out some of the most, like, jaw-dropping yeah. albums and, and that has like really shaped culture you know exactly. and i definitely think that she deserves one i think harry styles yes he is good mm-hmm. and yes outside of his music because i feel like a lot of the time people really put his attributes outside of music and also put it next to his things that he does within music mm-hmm. but if we just focus on his music solely mm-hmm. is he that amazing of a male artist my personal answer is no. Don't cancel us, y'all. Don't cancel. This is our personal opinions. Mm-hmm. If you a Harry fan or Stan, you can eat it up. Mm-hmm. I have to agree. Personally, my genre of music is not. It's not Harry. Yeah. I think I love Beyonce's album. I think it spoke to a lot of people. Um, yes, and Beyonce has been able to be like so like. She's not one-dimensional. Like yeah. she recently is now up 
like appealing to a new genre. She's appealing to transgender, exactly the LGBTQ community, which is so amazing. It's which it's extremely important. Criticism, yeah. criticism for, mm-hmm. but you have to think she's expanding her horizon. She's mm-hmm. not sticking to one genre because mm-hmm. she doesn't have to because she's Beyonce. Yeah. She's had so many different faces in her life where she's been able to grow her beehive to be so thick to the point where she exactly. deserves an album of the year. She has shaped culture and numerous times. And you see how many people you know really connected with her album and felt a lot more confident in themselves and started to really appreciate and love themselves. So I think even though, I think Harry Styles, not that he doesn't deserve album of the year. I just think that Beyonce really did deserve album of the year for this year. This year. I think Harry Styles had a great, I mean, I didn't listen, I'm going to be honest, I didn't listen to the whole album. I I definitely listened to some songs and I like the songs. I just think personally, I connected more with Beyonce's music and that's just my, but that's, everybody has different preferences. So I'm not saying that Harry Styles is bad. I'm just saying. I could have, I feel like it could have went anywhere with anybody. I mean, even with Adele, like her album that she put out this year was honestly so jaw-dropping being that she's coming over like her addiction to alcohol and all these other issues. Cause you, yeah, you see the growth with Adele because I, I like to say I'm an OG Adele fan. I am too. Me and my mom are OG Adele fans, you know. When my mom used to bump Adele. Right, I have have all her CDs, like we would sing them by heart. But I think it's really interesting because my mom even said this, like looking back to her original, like her albums, like 21 and 19, Mm -hmm. um, you see like her albums are, her songs are like very, not that they're sad, but like they talk about, not, I don't want to say negative, but uh, harder parts in her life compared like real hardships that are like exactly people that people can connect with on a deeper level and she sings her songs with such content and such care like it's literally coming from her soul yeah. no matter what performance she is she's going to give you it she's, she's yeah. gonna give it like it's her last exactly and you see now this her album that came out it's she still has very like moving songs but it's also like you can see if you just just look a at change in her life, you can see the change in her life. You can see that she's doing so much better that she's actually really appreciating and enjoying life. And I think that's really important. I think it could have gone either way. I just think some. <clears throat> I don't think. I feel like being booed was a lot because I heard he was like booed like a lot. Okay, no, now booing somebody is not cool because they still do deserve their. Mm-hmm. Their, their props their props in some form you don't have to agree with their like the people who chose to award him with that award but you do have to respect that he got it exactly because mm-hmm. like don't ruin somebody's moment like yeah I, I get it if you you know you didn't like it or you said um i don't really think he deserved it i think a beyonce or adele deserved it okay but be professional yeah because be for professional because this is like the people that are there are like top artists i mean i know tiktokers went too but you have to be respectful of yeah. everybody's time. Yeah. What What's your favorite Adele song? Oh. Favorite Adele song? You can't ask me that. There's too many. Okay. We'll give your top three. Oh no. I think my top. Okay. Well, I can't. I know one of her songs from her new album. I really do love. I can't think of the name of it right now. But if we're looking about like at her old albums, I would definitely say "Chasing Pavements." Okay. Turning Tables. Okay. And I like "Hometown Glory." That's a good one. Okay. Uh, I'll be waiting is a personal one for me because I used to belt that out. I used to be like, la, la, la. Like, that's not how the song goes. But I used to hit those top notes. And I would be like, mm, mm, Oh, my goodness. Mm, Speaking mm. of high notes, have y'all heard the tea about Rihanna and never really being able to hit that high note? And I think, is it Diamonds? 
her one song that like she always struggles to hit that high note. Like she's only been able to hit it like a few oh, times. Oh, I remembered that. But I think she, I think she, she hit, hit it. it. She hit it at the Super Bowl. She hit it at the Super Bowl. But, but can we? I I heard about that. Let's talk about the Super Bowl because honestly, it was not a performance. I'm sorry to say this. <clears throat> I love Rihanna. I love Rihanna. She's but I will say that I think she should have did a different year. I was seeing that too. I think Rihanna's performance ate, but it I think she should have brought some people out. I think she should have. Yes, I feel like if she knew that Jay Z was literally there. He right. could have, you know, he's, he's on. She could have brought out Future. She could have brought out Drake. She, she could have did, like, like, I know Drake would probably come down for a second. I know Jay-Z would have popped on stage for a hot minute. Like, yeah. she has, I feel like. If, isn't she signed under Jay-Z? Like, isn't she under their record label? Mm, I can't confirm. Nor, I'm not sure about that. I think so. I think she did, like, their symbol at the end of the routine. And people were like, ooh. But, um, um, but I don't yeah, know for sure. I think she definitely, I think there was potential. I don't. I when it ended, I didn't feel like it. It needed. I needed more. It didn't rock my world. I was waiting for. Because I was really waiting for somebody I think it was to come out. Because she was limited, being that she was, was pregnant. pregnant, and I don't think she actually knew she was pregnant when she signed the contract. Mm-hmm. And I feel like at that moment, that's like when you found out, you should have been like actively making changes to your plan to yeah. where you can actually put on a performance. Because mm-hmm. if we think about it, did Apple actually advertise her this year? Besides on their like Apple Music mm-hmm. app. Like, did you see any commercials? I think that's a major difference between Pepsi and, like, Apple's at Pepsi. You were actively seeing, like, commercials yes. for the Super Bowl compared to Apple where it was kind of like, mm. Yeah, like, you didn't hear anything. And then the most I even saw her advertise herself was through her Fenty Beauty when she yes. made the lip glosses for the football field, yeah. like, type thing she did. But it was kind of cool, but mm. I feel like... I prefer a Pepsi show. Like I, yeah. I'm all for Pepsi. I yeah. I know they have a lot of controversy, but I think, um, I think the choreography was really great. I have to give props to Paris Goebel. I'm not really sure how you pronounce her name. Her her last name is spelled G O E B L B E L. But her, she was a part of the royal family. I'm pretty sure. And <laughs> they, she's a really incredible choreography. I think it was just that she. I feel like she definitely should have brought people out. I think that would have just made the performance just a whole lot better. Yeah. And then I'm just kind of happy she, I don't know, but I heard like people saying like, she better not sing Lift Me Up. But you guys, Lift Me Up is a good song. But me personally, I do not think Lift Me Up can outdo that Kendrick Lamar song. No. she no. That that was iconic for Black Panther. Like that was no. the song. She is she is singing Lift Me Up at the next Academy Award, I think. Oh. She is. Like, she's singing it. Lift me yeah. up. Hold me down. <laughs> but I know she is definitely singing that for some Academy. Because I saw that, like, a while ago. I'm not sure which one oh, it is. Well, I don't know if I will watch that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, that's a really good song. But, like, it's so emotional. Like, sometimes I just cannot. It's not. It. It's not for the Super Bowl. It's not. It's not for the, it was playing at a very emotional time during Black Panther. Just please go watch it. It's, it was a <laughs> yes. it was a really good um, movie. But let's talk about music now versus like our parents, like mm. Gen Z versus Gen X. I know mm. personally, like now we have. I feel like a lot of people in like millennial generation or Gen X think that we're not in mainstream R and B, which mm. I feel like they forget that R and B has evolved. Same way yeah. as like hip hop is now rap or trap music, mm-hmm. whereas like R and B, like once it what it once was. It's still R&B in a way, but it's a more young version of R&B. <laughs> like, it's not the slow and I talk like this mm. and we're going to talk like that. Like, that was like, 
blood stand on my shirt. <laughs> but no, and I also think it's like really interesting because I grew up with my mom's music. I grew up with her R&B, Lauryn Hill, Alicia Keys. Yeah. Um, but I also grew up with reggae, which is a whole different you know, type of genre. But I definitely think that I still listen to um, artists that my mom used to yeah, listen to. I feel like it's always good to switch it up. Like, I love me a good India Ari moment or mm-hmm. a good Lauryn Hill yeah. or Erica Badu. Exactly. Like, that's always good. But I definitely think that we need to give credit to some of these new artists, such yeah. as, like, Brent. Um, who is like almost like borderline R&B, borderline rap, but like yeah. it's still good, like a happy medium. Mm-hmm. Then you have artists like SZA, who has like really been on the come up recently. You have Janae yeah. Aiko, who has been booming. And my mom, I think, and it's really, I think it's really important for like older, I'm not going to say y'all are old, but you know, older generations to start accepting how the path of music is going in. Like my mom, like she loves Tiana Taylor, like... She listens to those people like she was like, "Ooh, SZA." We were like in a store. She was like, "Who's this?" Like, put me on her music. Yeah, my mom loves SZA. Like, I introduced my mom to like Gibeon, and mm-hmm. she like, I went to the concert, and my mom she was really vibing with him. Like, she's like, "Yes, I like his music." Right. And I feel like within the R and B community, there's so many minor genres within it. Like, Gibeon is not the same as Brent. Mm-hmm. Brent is not the same as like. Trey songs or like a Bryson Tiller. Oh yeah, my mom was and like SZA is not going to be the same as Tiana Taylor exactly. or the same as Janae. Like mm-hmm. everybody has their own minor niche within the R and B. They have their own little like twist. So. Yes, and I feel like that's what makes Gen Z R and B music so different than mm-hmm. your traditional like Gen Gen X mm-hmm. modern like R and B music because I feel like everybody kind of had the same flow, same yeah. same flow. Yeah. So now I feel like it's so different, it's so yeah. new. And I think also with rap too, rap has mm-hmm. rap has definitely changed like a lot throughout yeah. the years. Like if we really look at it, like I kind of agree with older people when they say like the way that rap or well hip hop really was like it did speak more of that like love song vibe mm-hmm. and like it had meaning to it you know mm-hmm. like the words the lyrics actually meant something yeah, and then now they still mean something but it's not always the best and i saw this video i think it was nba young boy maybe mm-hmm. he was sitting down having a talk and he was just saying like i hate how now kids are perceiving my words that i see my music and taking it literal like yeah. i hate how i'm being such a bad influence and i honestly thought that for a long time i'm like do these artists see how they affect exactly. kids who take their words literally yeah because there a lot of now like hip-hop artists are really like some of some of i will say some of the songs are very like vulgar and intense and violent yeah and i think for younger people who don't understand like okay this is a song these are like lyrics some people are taking it very literal and being like okay let me go get a gun let me go do stuff that obviously is not right or is illegal and i think it's very important to like just make sure that the younger generation isn't getting like too influenced because i know like older rap like it definitely some of the rap had a lot of lot less cursing and stuff like that and like Mm -hmm. there was definitely like some of the rap was like there was a positive message and I'm not saying that rap now doesn't have a positive message yeah and then if it didn't have a positive message I feel like it wasn't as mainstream like Mm -hmm. they kind of kept it like a little bit like if they did like diss tracks like Tupac did his diss track to Biggie and then Mm -hmm. like people knew about it but it wasn't like boom Mm -hmm. like how it is now yeah and I feel like even like female rap artists Mm -hmm. like I really 
like sometimes rap can be a bit much, but I do enjoy a good female rap artist like rap song. I feel mm-hmm. like it's so empowering sometimes. And it's not always bad. Like some of the points that they talk about is not always just inappropriate and stuff like that. I feel like there are good rap people, like good rap artists out here who make good rap music that's not always just so horrible and talking down upon females mm-hmm. or just society in general. But I definitely think that like there are a lot of conspiracy theories within the music industry. Like, for instance, like, Beyonce. Like, a lot of people say, like, oh, Beyonce, like, she's associated with the Illuminati because she puts up the triangle sign mm. or whatever. But what I think people forget is Jay-Z owns his, owns his own record label, and Beyonce is, like, signed under him, and mm. that's their, like, sign. I don't, okay. I, don't, I don't know what the name is. Is it Rocka? It's Rolling not. Stone? It's something like that. I'm going to look it up, guys. But it's. I feel like a lot of the time, things artists do is taken way out of proportion. And I feel like we kind of need to reel it back in. Because people yes. even did that with Rihanna and so many artists. And I feel like let's not just credit them with what they have already done. Like Let's acknowledge that they have been a successful artist. And I feel like they're just trying to bring them down in some form. And I think like a lot of people need to... like. Um, it's called Rock Nation. Rock Nation, okay. I think, um, but it is Rockefeller um, Records. Okay. Um, but yeah, and actually, uh, searching this up, um, the Rock Nation signed its first artist. It was J. Cole. Which is crazy because J. Cole is from Fayetteville, North Carolina, y'all. Oh, I did not know that. Yes. I did not know that. He is from Fayetteville, North Carolina. That's period. And what's so funny is my sis, my oldest sister, mm-hmm. actually went to J. Cole's best friend wedding and saw J. Cole and his wife, or I, I don't know if it's his wife, but they were there. So it's just kind of like, y'all, I'm like halfway famous. She's like, <laughs> she's like, she knows him by association. Like, yeah. that's my friend. <laughs> but yeah, no, J. Cole is such a, I, he's such a, I think he's a really good artist. Like, I, I think to, he's such a great artist. And he he's a rapper, y'all. Yeah. He's, he's one of those rappers that talk with me and his songs. Uh, his songs actually have oh, meaning. So like, good. It is so good. And I think I went to his concert last year, and that was pretty good. I was like, okay, period. Yeah, and then you also have artists like Little Baby who have been known to make, like, what you said, inappropriate trap music type stuff. But let's not forget him and also Kendrick Lamar mm-hmm. and I think J. Cole also came out during like the Black Lives Matter protest mm-hmm. came out with songs mm-hmm. about like being coming together and mm-hmm. having unity and I feel like he is not known for that a lot because mm-hmm. Little Baby is always perceived to be like what you say like hood or like a gangster yeah. type of artist mm-hmm. but no he actually was for the culture for a little yeah. bit in time and to quickly go back on the J. Cole thing he has done a good amount of songs with um, I, I don't want to say good. I don't want to say a good amount, but he has done some songs with um, Beyonce. So like, it's all coming back to you know one circle. Yeah, like like I said earlier, I don't know if I said it, but the music community is so small. Mm-hmm. Like I thought like we all forget that. Like if we just sit down and made a music family tree, somehow it will. Everybody, everybody has like that one person they know. That connects back to somebody mm-hmm. else that's larger. Exactly. And then I want to also, while we're talking about like the black music industry, let's talk about the fame and the money that's associated mm. within the black community when it comes to music. I feel like a lot of the times, like you have one hit wonder, like you said earlier, and I feel like a lot of that one hit wonder mm-hmm. stuff generates from that money, like that instant fame that you get mm-hmm. and that check, and then you're like, oh, I'm out of here. Yeah. And I think it's really important that like, People, you know, people have to be good at marketing and creating brands. You have to make sure that your brand is like 
oh, I'm going to remember that. If your brand is like, you have to have something unique about you. And I think that's what's really important about the music industry now is that you have to have that like little factor that makes you stand out because yeah. it's not really like enough to just like be there. Because we were talking about the R&B artists, how they all like artists have their own little, you know, little unique thing. You have to make sure that you have your unique thing and you have to yeah. promote like her. yourself. Like her for a long time, she did not show Nobody knew what she looked like. Yeah. So when they when they announced her performing at a show, it was like, oh my God, mm -hmm. we get to see her face. Exactly. And then a part of her brand is the sunglasses. She always has She sunglasses. always has sunglasses And on. then this branding and constantly keeping up with her brand has led her to literally start on a Disney show like she played bell like yeah, i'm alive that, the, the live one act one of the live, the live action which people kind of discredit her because it was like well she doesn't sound like bell which mm -hmm. of course she's not gonna sound like bell because the person that originally sung it of course is in a different voice yeah. range and stuff like that but did she do an amazing job yes i feel like did she give um people in the african-american community a sense mm -hmm. of like home a sense of i'm seen and yes. also how like like, you know, she's so, she's such a cool artist. Like, you see her playing her guitar. Mm -hmm. I don't, I, it's either, I'm not which, sure which one it was. But you can see her play her guitar. Like, she's just so, like, especially with her music-wise, she's so diverse. Like, she did a song by Elton John, like, for Elton John's tribute. Like, she mm -hmm. does so many different, you know, genres and songs. And I think it is also really important to go off, like, the belt, seeing Black um, African-Americans or just Black people in general taking on these big Disney roles are taking on these roles. Um, like Haley. Like, um, uh, hmm? Is it Haley Bailey? Is that her name? Hallie. Hallie Bailey. No. No, it's Haley. Cause no, Hallie, it's not Haley. It literally, I, okay. It's Hallie. Little, the new Little Mermaid guys. It's Hallie. And there's well, two, there's two Hallies. They're yeah. Hallie Bailey. And then there's like, oh, shoot, hold on. But yes, guys, I think it's so crazy how the music industry just continues to evolve in that, Every single day, there's something new about the music industry, and I find it so appealing. And I think that it is Halle Bailey. It's Halle Bailey. Okay, well, that is Halle Bailey, guys. But I think that the music industry is such an interesting thing because it's the same people over again, just different fonts, and they're also and going out of their like you know little circle of just doing music and doing a bunch of other things. Like you can see a bunch of artists that are going out and doing like movies and different things like that. Yes, guys. But this is the end to part one yes. of the music industry series. So if you want to hear part two, just come on back. Bye, y'all. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Follow and let me know if a topic you would like me to talk about next time. Continue to be a Gen Z girl. Gorgeously exuberant, notable, and zestful. And remember, keep your head held high. I'll see you next time.